this lady tried to touch on me at a massage place and then refused to give my money back. She going to jail. She tried to grab my genitals. She going to jail. And they wonder why Christians having a hard time making it to heaven. Today's episode of Magic Moments is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find an intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. Why don't folks name that boy that African name? No one ain't from Cleveland. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man. It's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason. Ain't no passing to the left hand side. To the right hand side. No hand side. You keep your blunt. You pass a blunt now. Somebody likely to cuss you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. Y'all hear me? So everybody, welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition podcast. This is episode number 164. Still your host, Yusuf Ali. Coming to you live. Kind of live? Live-ish? Live live adjacent? Like you alive, we alive, everybody alive. Anyway, earlier than usual, um, 8.53 a.m. on a Tuesday here in TV Stable Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California. Another Pillowcase production. I said that wrong. TV Table Studios in Eagle Rock, California. Anyway. um, This episode got more news than I thought. But still not a whole lot, if that makes any sense. Uh, and, and, and some new... Uh, what you what you call it? Personal news info or whatever. We get into it. I think this is enough ado. Let me hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, now it's enough ado. Three nights in a row, or even maybe there's a night in between. I was licking his butthole. Because he liked it. And I didn't mind doing it. Does that, does that bother? Does, is that weird? Yeah. And that is what demons do. So I, we drove all the way down to Newport Beach today so I could buy him a boat. <laughs> I was so in love, so I thought, so I could buy this gentleman a boat. And I, and I got cash to put a down payment down. Like, I really loved him. I was like, yeah, I was like, we're into the same thing. Like, we're kinky, blah, blah, blah. And his wife, because he's married, and I feel so bad because not, not I, I can't stand her. <laughs> I can't stand her, her his wife. Because she wasn't even like, wait, what? You've been messing with my man? She said, you lunatic, you get out of my life or I'll... Get an RO on you. <laughs> no, I'll put your ass in jail. Anyway, so I've been licking your man's butthole for weeks on end because he he likes it a lot, and I do it to him, and he comes to me, and it happens. <laughs> and it's, that's a lot. 
And I know that's a lot of information, but I'm the lunatic, right? No, I'm just single, very single. And he came to me. So you don't accuse me of being a lunatic, but I'll tell you one thing, lady. You want to put me in jail? I'll put you in jail so fast, your head will be spinning. Don't you ever threaten me. And I will, I will show you how I do. Don't you ever threaten me when your husband came to me to get his butthole licked. Melmo's, you back in this bitch. Um, I'm recording a little earlier because, uh, like I said in the beginning, I teased in the beginning, we have some new developments. Uh, I am now a full-time podcaster, at least at this point. So, I need y'all to run these streams up, 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 up. Like, like, retweet, five stars, five stars, five stars. All that shit, all the good reviews, Apple, all that shit, wherever you listening to this on. I think they can do it on Spotify. I think they do it on SoundCloud. I don't know what the fuck. But I need this bitch to blow up because that's exactly what that weed job did. Blew up. That shit is over. Um, it was fun while I lasted, but I am now 0 for 3 as far as weed jobs expiring before I thought they would like before I got a chance like you always want to be the one to leave before shit like that happened before the shit hit the fan nope I kept letting the shit from the fly on me once you know in high speed industrial fans too like them big giant ones that you put at the end of like a 70 foot hallway and it cooled off the whole building fan. Like one of them shits. Over three. Interesting enough, the first two times was in the same exact building. Now you start the weed job and it's like, ah, oh, this shit over. Damn. Then you take another weed job in that same exact building. Only for that job to be like, ah, oh, this shit over. We was fucking up. Damn. Then you wait. You wait literally two years or so mostly due to the pandemic but you wait and then you get another weed job completely different building you learn your lesson completely different building this time and this one lasts a little longer than the first one and then the second one then it's almost it didn't last it longer than the first two combined so you're like ah oh, alright and then you go to work and they be like this is the last week like damn Britney Spears oops I did it again got myself in a weed job that has ended prematurely no they made burgers like, let's feed them one more time it was almost like some last meal shit ain't that a bitch jobs Uh, what else happened this weekend? Oh, shout out to um, Ron Lynch. That's homeboy at uh, the show at the Elysian. He got a show called Tomorrow. Uh, longtime homie Ben Palmer is in town to do his show. Actually, he's doing it Tuesday night at the um, at the main room at the comedy store. But um, anyway, he was here Saturday night too. So Saturday. We did the improv, and then we went. I took him over to that Legion show, and then the homie Ron Lynch threw me up. And he didn't even know I was a comedian. I guess he assumed it, but I was just sitting there rolling up, and he was like, he introduced himself to me. He was like, you want to do five minutes? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) I'm also a comedian. I said just like that. (laughs) So he let me go up, and that was dope. So I got my unexpected time. And it was probably the only time I'm going to go up this month, sadly. I know it's still two weeks left. Y'all like, hang in there. But no, I'm, I'm averaging one time a month, 2023. So if I do get back up in August, that'd be dope. But I know for a fact I'm going back up in September. Because he asked me to come do a book show then. So again, uh shout out to Ron for quenching my 
August stage thirst. What else is going on? Um, I think they're trying to block the sun. And I don't know if this is newsworthy or not, but I definitely, definitely wanted to mention it because that's some weird shit. And if that's what they're trying to do, here, here's here's what I read, and I'm about to quote some shit. A White House report confirms that the U.S. is open to researching solar radiation modification or sun blocking. And then why why do you want to block out the sun? They're trying to cool the earth down. I guess it, it, it's been too hot this year. So they like we used to it being hot, but not this hot. Here's the thing. They told us about this a long time ago. I remember I remember being in like 6th, 7th grade and they was talking about the ozone layer and and Earth Day and atmospheres and how shit was getting bad and radiation. This is like the 90s. They said it was going to take like 40, 50 years. Yeah, it took 30. It took 30. And this shit is getting bad. So, I don't think that's going to work. I don't I don't think you can uh what you going to do just put a big ass cardboard and umbrella like that. they're trying to make clouds and this is a question that don't got nothing to do with nothing. But I was watching the 50 anniversary thing, the little hip hop thing. It was great. It was pretty good. Some good performances. People bringing out people and whatnot. And speaking of bringing out, um, Nas brought out Slick Rick. No, Snoop. Snoop brought out Slick Rick. And it was cool because it was the first time that Snoop, well, not probably not the first time, but definitely one of the last times. That Snoop, Slick Rick, and Dougie Fresh was all together to do Lottie Dottie in the show. And the reason I say last time, because the way Dougie Fresh was beatboxing, I'm pretty sure he don't have any beats left to box up. Them bitches are... that If it was a warehouse, he got an airplane hanger-sized warehouse full of beats that are boxed up taped and ready to go after that after last night he is i'm pretty sure that's it for him well i only mentioned this in the first place to talk about slick rick's line on the lolly dotty song where he say uh uh baby powder and cool water cologne something and so i'm like okay i get the baby i like i know why he said the baby powder i remember when i was little and I remember the whole Johnson & Johnson cancer thing with the women and the baby powder putting it in their drawers and, and and all this type of shit. And then I thought, is that what dudes used to do too? Did dudes used to put baby powder in their drawers in the 70s? In early 80s? In, in anticipation of getting some pussy? How did... How did how does that work? You pull it on your shit and you know, just puffs of dust come out. But that I just thought about that yesterday. I'd have been I've been rapping I've been rapping along to that shit for damn near forty years. And I just realized Why the fuck what? What the what are we doing with baby powder cologne as men? I don't know, man. I was just... Mm. Somebody got to tell me. Somebody DM, message, leave it in the comments, something under the under the flyer post, something. Just, what the fuck? Girls, what, what do y'all do if y'all see a dude pull his shit down and it's all covered in powder and white? Like, do it still go down after that? Like, with, like... Like, what if you reach down in there to, like, to get him in the mood? You pull your hand out and it's all white. Like, what, is it still going down after that? Like, what the, 
what the fuck is this baby powder shit for? So I'm watching this thing about the um, prison weapons, like the the greatest prison weapons ever confiscated and some of this shit, and the more most creative <laughs> weapons. And a lot of them was a lot of them was just knives. So that's that's pretty much as far as you can go with knives, different various knives. But one of the most creative ones was people was making knives out of paper machete, letting paper get hard. And you had to use little tiny pieces of paper and build that shit up and get paper from where you can and, and water. And I forget what they used to, to, to make it stick, but pretty much just need to let it get. You don't even need to let it get wet. If you, if you fold a thick enough piece of paper the right way. You can put a mean tip on that bitch. You might not be able to get multiple stabbings with a paper, a paper knife. But you're going to get one good one. That's for damn sure. Stay out of jail. All right, well, let's just get into some of this news. There's a lot of it, so, well, enough of it. Whatever. modification would enable better informed decisions about the potential risk and benefits of SRM as a component of climate policy alongside the foundational elements of greenhouse gas emissions mitigation. Our next guest warns this is simply government's way to control your weather. Mark Morano, publisher of ClimateDepot.com, and he joins us now Okay, Mark, you know, my take this morning was maybe this is one of those or else, you know, get on board with everything else or we're going to block the sun. But I guess it's a little bit more, uh, it's a little bit more reality than that. Tell us about it. And so moving on tonight is we have to tell you also, you know, like other news that's happening in the area and across the, you know, the area. All right, before we get into the news portion of the podcast, I just want to remind everybody that this segment of the show is brought to you by Sports Drink and the good folks over at the Preserve Pot Academy, where their goal is to teach you how to get the most out of that bag. Lesson number one, do not throw those roaches away. I know you might want to, but they're not cigarette butts. There's weed in there. It's like little tiny buds of weed in there that can be re-smoked, recycled, re-rolled. Remildred. All right. But with that said, I have only, only I think I only put one one roach into this Meldrick, but you know that's okay. A lot of shit to get to, so let's just get to it. Um, not too many updates this week. Really, just one. Because first time, second time, and now the third time, and it's official. It is officially a TikTok challenge to to call the police for no reason. I don't know what the humor is in this, but I'm not going to question the kids' entertainment. I know we did a lot of dumb shit for fun, too. We didn't, we didn't call the police because we just knew that you call the police, they, you know, they're going to come. And if they ain't got no reason to get there, they're going to find a reason when they get there, which is you fucking play too much and now you're going to jail. So that's one game we did not play. But as far as in general, I'm not mad at the youth. Hey, man, they entertain themselves 
whatever way they have to. We had a different, we was outside like playing games, playing, touching humans, touching other girls. They doing all this Omegly shit and TikTok and FaceTiming and all this Jetsons ass shit. So they don't really play with each other or touch each other. So the shit they got to do for fun now is extreme. So it's sad. It's really sad. Not sad that she going to jail for doing that dumbass shit, but sad that this is what entertainment is for the kids these days. This is what they do for fun. Call the police or fuck theyself up. This is some real Darwin theory type shit. Like motherfuckers really are thinning the herd voluntarily. Like, and not just death. Like, jail get a motherfucker out the way too. So. Kill yourself doing dumb shit. Go to jail doing dumb shit. Fine. Fine. We got it. We Out here, we straight. We got this. Um, Beyonce concert continues to make uh, set financial records and break, make and break financial records. And now she's doing some, some more unheard of shit. Some never before seen shit. Like she keep breaking ground with like new ideas now she's selling tickets to her sold out concert you know it's sold out but you can still be a part of the experience because for a measly a mere 157 dollars you can listen to the concert yeah listen to it you know, like you would a CD or an album or a tape or even a watch something on YouTube or Spotify or however people listening to shit. But no, 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 no. You can pay $157 and get dressed, buy you a concert outfit, and you will be. I, I'm imagining, this is me imagining. Because I'm trying to think what I'm going to get for my $157 to listen to this shit. So I'm imagining you get to go to a place with free parking. With plenty of it. A big old room with like big giant speakers. And like real time concert sound. And there's people in there. And there's security to make it look real. And it's and it's, a, it's just a party. Nah, that's that still ain't worth hundred fifty seven dollars. But um, hey man, that's Beyonce, the queen. Um, some of these kids, I I, I learned about this when I worked at the school. This peanut allergy shit, cause I never heard of that. But when I start working at that school, I realized how many kids, in fact, have peanut allergies. So. It's a major thing that, you know, follows you into adulthood. And there's one lady, just to be safe, she bought all the planes on her flight, all the planes, all the peanuts on her flight. So nobody else would even think about even opening. She don't even want to hear the pack open. Don't even give them the option. I don't know if I would have bought all the peanuts. Because that's a lot of peanuts. Unless it was cheaper to do that. Than just bribe the attendants into saying. We don't have peanuts. I guess you got it. Okay. If the peanuts cost like. Two fifty a bag. I don't know. You spent a lot of money man. I, I imagine they got a lot of peanuts on the flight they, they, they little bags like that, them little quarter bags or some shit they gonna charge you about three four dollars though cause it's the airlines damn she spent a lot of money now that I think about it she probably would've been better off just offering the flight attendant fifty dollars a piece just to say we don't have peanuts this flight we got everything else but um the peanuts was contaminated something you gonna get fired don't nobody give a fuck but um, she went that route. You know, if you got it, you know, what they say, ain't tricking if you got it. Um, 
I don't know how to label this. This is because you know some some of this news be, you know, of course you was gonna die news. Um, you should have known you was gonna die news. Tragic way to die news. This is a combination of tragic and what the fuck, and it must just been your time to go news. Lady got thirsty while she was hiking. Came back to the to the to the spot to the camping spot and drunk four bottles of water. Back to back to back to back, like chugged them. Which they say you do the math. It's about a half a gallon of water at sixteen, you know. Six, 16 ounces a piece and she ended up drinking 64 ounces yeah it's about a half a gallon or exactly not about math it's math um and died cause you can't drink a half a gallon of water in like two minutes or some shit like that so what if you gotta. You can drink a half a gallon. You can drink a gallon. You might hell. You might be able to drink two gallons of water in a day. But the catch is, in a day, like in 24 hours, in the course of, you know, intervals, every couple minutes, you drink, like maybe you drink a bottle of water every hour or some shit like that. Fine, you can do that. You can pull that off. But they say the problem is you try to drink that much water that fast your kidneys and all this type of shit don't know what the fuck is like shock don't know what the fuck is going on can't process all this shit and just shut your shit down and and you know your brain is probably saying but it's just water but your the rest of your body like i don't give a fuck it's too much of it and your brain is like but it ain't nothing this ain't nothing toxic it ain't it ain't even weed. It's just water. And and the body is like, I don't give a fuck. Smoke weed. But don't be drinking this much water at once. And then that's how it go. So that's fucked up. And it fucked me up because I drink a lot of water. But not a half a gallon in 20 minutes. I ain't, wow. You ain't that much thirst. You better. You would think, no matter how thirsty you are, one bottle of water should do the trick one 16 ounce bottle of water maybe two maybe two you and you should be like all right but god damn be careful out there with the, with the water i guess god damn shit okay now this definitely files under super fucked up tragic also tortures inhumane <laughs> way to go this is fucked up and the, the, the laughter is from how fucked up it is not the fact that he died like if that make any sense but um yeah dude went to jail on some bullshit I think it was like it don't matter what it was for like it could have been okay it kind of okay I take that back it do matter what it was for cause it wasn't nothing violent against women or children it wasn't nothing violent at all um Maybe some. I think he stole something. Maybe he stole some shit, some type of shit like that. So it wasn't this dude wasn't no like no, you know, deserve what you had coming type of guy. And this motherfucker died in the county from too many bad bug bites and other bugs. How many fucking bugs? Look, man. If there's enough bugs in the cell to eat you alive, you gotta be able to. Ain't nobody. You gotta be able to see 10, 15 of them. If you can't see all of them, you probably see. You probably looking around when you first get in the cell and see 10, 11 of them, and you're like, hey man, look. I know, I know I'm in here for whatever the fuck I did, but it is like six bugs. Right here, like look at them. You can see them. That is the most for for them to not 
give a fuck about them books. Cause I know they seen them. I know they seen them. I know they seen two or three of them. Come on, you ain't seen two. Y'all know you seen two or three of them. If you see two or three of them, you gonna at least like hold on, like before you lock the motherfucker in the cell. You gonna go in there and kill him, step on him, something. You gonna be like, all right, uh, shit, right? I mean, come on, this city jail, right? It's not like a third world country. You ain't gonna just put the dude, sit the dude in there with the visible roaches and, and, and whatever the fuck it is, bed bugs, wasp. If it's a wasp nest in the fucking jail cell, I don't think they're gonna put people in there because the wasp gonna fuck somebody up. Even if they don't kill them, it's gonna be like 88 stings. And you're gonna be like, man, the guy, the guy ran the light. You know, he's driving on suspended plates. We don't gotta put him in here with the, with the wasp nest. What's the difference? Because the bed bugs. Ain't flying around, so it's cool to put a motherfucker in there with the bed bugs. Oh, that's some dirty shit, like in every sense of the word. So, luckily his family getting like four million, or something like that. He don't get none. I guess I mean, would you sacrifice yourself for four million? But you got to be bitten to death. Not shot, not even shot, not ran over by a car. You have to be bitten to death for the four million for your, for your family to be straight. I mean, I guess some people would do it, you know, in a heart. And I mean, I had to think about it. Like, how much we got now? How much we got now without the bites? Because that's that hurt. Man, this podcast ain't nothing but pain and payout so far uh in Atlanta there was another Popeye's fight which normally Popeye's fights don't make the news cause it's they Popeye's fights everybody at Popeye's is fighting what the fuck is it Popeye's Burger King Waffle House you know we, we understand these places once twice maybe even three times a week all gonna have a fight somewhere so we don't you know they go on the radar we don't care but this time this was an interesting situation because this was more like a this you can go this can go under fast food fight and like domestic violence it's rare because the girl got her braids ripped out of her head well, it was one big braid, but it peeled, it, like, it was her real hair. So, it, like, she got a, st- a streak of baldness in her head from where this, that area of hair was removed. Somehow, it's not, like, on the cartoons, when they people get ripped, their hair ripped off their scalp, you can see their brain and all this shit. Somehow, it's not a bloody mess, but it is no more hair in that area. like she got say she got four corn rolls well she got three in a big ass gap now but more interesting is who did it these Popeye's employees were mother daughter and niece or two cousins and the mama so you know how that worked the, 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 the mama worked there first and then got her daughter and her niece a job. I hope that's how it worked. That's fucked up if the, the niece and the daughter got the job first. And was like, mama, you need a job? <laughs> so either way it go. It's an interesting situation. Family full of Popeye's workers. Now, they, there's three of them working the same shift. So that's a third of that shift is gone. I know the rest of that. That next couple of hours was rough for the rest of them people on the floor. Because you ain't calling nobody in to Popeye's. This ain't maintenance. I ain't on call. I work at Popeye's. My schedule say 6. I'll be there at 6. I don't give a fuck what happened at 3. Got me fucked up. So. But yeah, she getting paid too. So. Congrats. But. Family of Popeye's abusers. She was domestically violated. Okay, this is a, a different 
to change gears a little bit. Um, parenting situation is is rough for a lot of people. A lot of people, it's a lot of single parents, a lot of single moms, specifically the so single dads. I mean, I'm I'm sure they have a unique circumstance, but I'm sure they have it pretty bad too. It's not easy. But these single moms is out here, you know, trying to set examples for the kids, especially the sons. They they lacking male role models and all this type of shit. And on the one video, this lady, not even a scared straight dude. She didn't got look like some random dude, maybe a coworker, to come yell at her son. And it just number one is it's it's sad that she had to go to these lengths. And she couldn't even go to like a she couldn't even reach out to like a real child protective services type of employee type of motherfucker. She just was at work like, Hey hey Kevin, you got kids, right? And he's like, Yeah. What do you do when he don't fucking listen to you? I should I yell at him. Well mine ain't listening to me. I need you to come yell at him and shit. So this dude just got on regular clothes and shit. Like, at least get a, at least wear a button-down shirt. How you? I'm, I can't take you serious like yelling at me with a t-shirt. I ain't got no father. And then number two, on the other hand, that's a good hustle. I would love to be the the non boot camp non-prisoner scare straight type guy because i just come and tell him you know what it is like hey man i ain't even gonna yell at you man you're just doing dumb shit you know you just keep it real with him like that some talk to the kids man to man type shit i'm thinking of a racket so i might take that up like i ain't gonna be the scare straight guy i'll be the you know the smooth talk straight or whatever whatever the opposite of scared is the chill straight the, the high as fuck talk straight I don't know what the kid would be straight is what I'm saying like he, like he won't yell at you no more maybe you get high maybe I get the kids high maybe that's my angle I work on alright back to the tragedy um I said a mentally challenged dude took out the story said they was all like the elders of the family like the three basically the three oldest people in the family a 77 year old a 75 year old and then like a 97 year old and this dude stabbed him or some shit I think he stabbed maybe he shot him yeah he shot him either way it go he took out all the the old people left in the family all the patriarchs and matriarchs and all this type of shit and then I'm thinking that might be a setup. Cause think about it, they all all the old people, you know they got all the control and all the the monies and the wheels and you know motherfuckers might be tired taking care of them and hurry up get this shit over with type of shit. That, that's what it sound like to me. Like if one of them would have got murdered, it'd have been like ah. Oh, you know, because who want to murder an old person anyway? You know, mentally challenged or not. Like, I don't know, ain't nobody actively trying to murder old people, let alone three of them. I don't know. Maybe I need more details. Maybe it's clear what happened. But, with my limited knowledge of the, of the story, basically just the headline, I'm going to assume or I could, I could take an educated guess or maybe not educated guess whatever but these motherfuckers got set up somebody took out all the old people in the family I don't know that's my story I'm sticking to it some dude that worked at Baskin Robbins or Dunkin Donuts or actually they didn't even say it just said bakery maybe they're trying to you know keep the company protected some dude that worked there. I guess he broke in later on and, you know, 
because he worked at fucking Dunkin' Donuts or whatever. So he broke in and was stealing fucking food and money. And he got caught like very, very quickly, like the next day quickly. And he probably was wondering, you know, I had on my mask, I had on gloves, I had on a hoodie. You know, I stayed, I kind of stayed off the cameras, kind of for the most part. I certainly didn't face none. And I don't think he did. I don't think that's what got him caught. Actually, I know that's not what got him caught, because they said what got him caught is his red Crocs that he had on. The same red Crocs that he worked in. So I'm going to let that sit for a minute too. And while I do blame his stupidity. Very stupid. Very stupid to, to break in. And not even think about changing shoes. Not even think about it. Some shoes. Some red shoes at that. They could have been red Jordans. Red Air Force Ones. Red Kobe's red iris and whatever the fuck red red dunks but herein lies the problem it's not that the fact that he had on these red shoes that got him caught well that's part of it but it's mostly cause he had on those crocs that got him caught those motherfucking shoes are so comfortable that people really forget that they even have them on they just put them on so much and just slip in and just and just go about their day so nonchalantly and they just feel so good on his feet he probably wasn't even thinking about wearing no other shoe he probably don't even have no other shoes when you get caught in crocs doing burglaries that lets you know right there how committed you are to wearing crocs it could have been red, yellow, camouflage, neon. He don't give a fuck. He was going to wear those Crocs on that mission. So, I mean, it's fucked up. Again, he did some dumb shit. He got caught very next day. Got fired. All that shit. Jail. Terrible. But this is some solid promo for fucking Crocs. Speaking of feet, um, some dude got arrested for He keep breaking into people's house. And smelling their feet, smelling women's feet, and stealing their shoes and shit. I don't know. It really, it's just, it just was a related story. I just think that's weird. Um, it's no, there's no way to stop nobody from doing that. Like you can wear socks to sleep. I would say, keep your socks on, keep your shoes and socks on when you sleep. And maybe you'll feel it, but nah, you ain't gonna feel it. If a motherfucker break in, break in during REM sleep. You ain't gonna feel that shit. Take your shoes, socks off, all that shit. What you, what you need to do to combat this type of crime is to sleep during the day. Then you catch a motherfucker breaking in at night and beat the fuck out of him, and then, you know, that end that. But you ain't gonna stop these feet, motherfucker. I was just watching uh, Mind Hunters last night, and that dude was uh, a feet motherfucker chopping off feet. And Look, these something wrong with these feet. These feet obsessed motherfuckers, so we can't stop them. Just change your sleep pattern. Finally, one of these, or well, maybe not finally, maybe it happened more often than they reporting, but first time I'm hearing about one of these naked and afraid motherfuckers getting some shit in, like, in their dick hole and all this shit. This motherfucking, this kind of related to the bug jail story. Only difference is that dude went to jail and this motherfucker voluntarily is letting bugs bite on bite on him and shit and and, and getting all in his dick talking about he getting ticks and his nuts and all this shit. They crawling in his pee hole and all. that's cause you naked on an island. It says it in the name. Naked. So that means your shit is gonna be out on on an island. It's not naked in an apartment. Uh, naked on a football field is you in a fucking wilderness in the wild naked it's all type of shit out there it's not draws and afraid it's naked 
You deserve whatever crawl up your dick hole for being naked in the woods. The fuck is wrong with you? In the traditional sense of keep the party going, as, you know, originated by the great D.L. Hughley, this dude, first of all, first, he was throwing a teenage party in his house, which made him the man. Like, his parents wasn't there. This kid is 13, 14 years old. He throwing a party. is jumping. It's almost like a movie script or some shit. The party is it's going out of control. It's wild. Everybody there underage drinking. And then some movie shit happened. And the dude make a mistake and shoot a 13-year-old. Now, he want to keep the party going on some D.L. Hughley Jesus shit. So he's just going to take the body outside and come back in the house and, like, cut the music back on and everything. Like, all right, uh, who's he listening to? Drake? Uh, all I do is went whatever the fuck. And um, everybody else looking like, hey, man, no. Like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> they left and called the police. And now him and his father getting arrested because I guess when he when his father got home he didn't he trying to cover the shit up too he, he like what happened uh, I was partying and maybe taking shot her oh uh, 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 shit uh, fuck say she tripped on the trigger or some shit I don't know that's fucked up so everybody going to jail in this house and lastly what might be the wildest story Hands down the wildest story of this year. But it's in the running for the wildest story. Maybe ever reported on this entire podcast. As far as absurdity goes. As far as gall. As far as audacity. As far as... What else can describe this story real neatly in one word? Super fucked up. Well, super is the one word. It's fucked up, though. Um, But, yeah. So, anyway. So, it's a couple. She having a baby. You know, normal shit. And um, she having some complications. Like, the baby's having having some trouble getting the baby out the regular way. It's, like, halfway out. She can see the legs. But they're like, nah. You know what? Last minute. Let's have a C-section. Let's go C-section. C-section, everybody sees So she like, but that's weird because, you know, but you're going to push it back up and whatever. Like, I don't know. Okay, whatever, C-section. So they have a C-section on top of a vaginal birth. And if you're thinking, how can you have a two-for-one? I mean, <laughs> how can you have both a two-for-one like it's a special? Then... This is, where, this is where the story gets super fucked up. I'm going to tell you how they had a two for one. When she saw them legs come out of her the regular way. Maybe she didn't see it. I don't know. I've never been in the delivery room. Maybe she can't actually see it. But I know she probably felt a load. Uh, uh, like a, a, a relief. Uh, some shit come. It's like you know when you shit and fart and piss. You know when some shit is coming out. So I'm, I'm sure she felt some shit come out. And then they say. Um. Yeah, we gotta do it again. I'm like, huh? Am I having twins? They like something like that. Turns out, during the regular birth, the vaginal birth, they pulled too hard. Went right when they should have went left, up when they should have went down, and tore the baby's head off, and delivered. The body vaginally and the head with a c-section let me say that again the body came out through the vaginal delivery and then they cut her open to take the head out and then she said well let me hold my strangely quiet new baby like I never seen a baby you know, be a newborn and then go to sleep immediately. 
but whatever let me hold my now newborn one minute old yet already asleep baby this is gonna be a good birth you know what i mean this is gonna be a we're gonna this is gonna be a easy uh childhood uh, infancy if if the baby gonna sleep this easy this is a good sign right so let me let me hold my quiet ass baby and they like give me give us a second what you mean we gotta let us let us clean him off let us get him ready let us uh prop him up if you will the fuck you talking about and they give her the baby at this point she hysterical I want to see my baby y'all got me fucked up let me give me my baby right now actually give me my babies I had two births I felt two things come out of me so give me my babies what the fuck y'all got me fucked up it ain't that much epidural or weed or nothing else in the world I know two things came out of me and y'all handed me one baby where's my other baby they like well good news and bad news um you right there was two things that came out of you problem is it's the same baby and then they made that face that jay-z meme face my bad that's all they got to say was a my bad which putting yourself in the doctor's shoes I guess they was thinking fast, right, in the moment. They was panicking, and it's like, oh, shit. Like, they probably said that out loud. They probably It was probably a very audible, oh, shit. And they was like, the parents was like, what? Nothing. So it's like, it ain't like you just, you know, uh, took a cake out too early or uh, dropped dropped a wedding ring down the drain. Any one of those tragic things. Nah, nah, you kind of pulled the baby's head off and then gave it to her. So, like I said, that was, the I think, the craziest thing I read about. Hands down this year for sure. But giving somebody a headless baby on some uh, on some Tim Burton shit. <laughs> All right, man. Let's just. All right, let's do some other shit, man. That that was that was wild. This week on that time when and uh it's fifty it's hip hop fifty this week like I was talking about the concert. So I have a I was trying to think of all my hip hop fifty memories, like all the rappers I interacted with. Uh, y'all know about the Devin times. Um I smoked a blunt. I was in a big blunt circle with Scarface at uh at uh Millennium. No. Yeah. Is that that club? Yeah. Um, I did a handshake with Raekwon to officially officially welcome me into the Wu-Tang after he got off stage at Peabody's that time. Um, had small conversations with Redman and Method Man at Nicky's when I got their autograph posters. Um, got to talk to Nas. 
out here when he did his movie premiere for Land. Brief, brief exchange of words. Uh, is that all my rap shit? I think that's all my rap shit off the top of, off the top of the head. Uh, a few, some few bone stories. But yeah, oh, and one time during All Star Weekend in '97, when me, Samaki Walker, and his cousin was going back to the hotel. We got on the elevator with LL Cool J. I didn't say shit to him, but he was on there. That was cool. Um, and other than that, I, you know, I don't have too many rap stories. Like I ain't smoked with nobody but Devin and Scarface. I ain't like I ain't DM to talk to nobody other than Devin. Which wasn't a DM. Oh, oh, I have had a conversation with Scotty ATL after a couple messages with him on Twitter. There you go. Um, and yeah, yeah, man, that's it. And shout out to my 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 favorite unsigned artist, or if even if signed is a thing, Chris Crack. I get to talk to him and enjoy his music. So yeah, fifty years of hip hop, and that time I got on the elevator with LL Cool J. Alright, this week on Puddle Tracks, we had some issues with the punch in clock. Marvin said the clock broke for the strippers to clock in. So, in order for them to keep their hours normal, the owner just had them dancing to whole albums to make sure they was dancing long enough or something. Whatever his justification was, it worked for some people, but then you realize that some people's whole albums ain't got enough songs to strip to. Like, you can't just be dancing to, like, the whole Beyonce album. So, I uh, hope it wasn't too long. I said that last time, and you know, it was the same length as usual. But I'm, I'm going to keep saying it. I just hope it wasn't too long. Uh, first time almost. I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, shout out to whoever told you about it, however you heard about it. Hope you laughed. Hope you learned. Um, if you cried, then, you know, I guess that's my bad. It really wasn't the intentions. Uh, I don't know y'all sensitivities. But uh, other than that, to my um, my regular Melmos, appreciate y'all continued support. Keep listening, keep telling people, keep retweeting. Like I said, um, I need more listens and, and reviews and, and, and all that than ever now. Uh, this is my thing um, until further notice because it is L.A. and I have not sold projects or I'm not on. Y'all know I ain't on TV, so. I need some 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 income streams. Um, more than just this podcast. If I count this podcast, I'll be doing this shit in my phone in the next six months. So, other than that, um, yeah, I guess I guess I can let y'all get out of here on that. Keep telling people about it. Keep retweeting all that shit. And um, yeah, now y'all can go. Hold on, hold on. Just one more thing. another uh celebrity death this weekend and uh of, of course it was the usual outpourings and 
tweets and picks. It was actually it wasn't as many picks as 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 you as normal, <laughs> as I should say, for this situation when a rapper die, everybody posts all these picks they got with this rapper. But um, this time it was Magoo. Yes, that Magoo, the punchline to all of the whack joke jokes in history of rap. He like top five whack guy. Like it's him, Skilo, MC Hammer, Vanilla Ice, and um, I can't even think of another. But they, they it's him. It's him. Everybody immediately go to him. And it's fucked up because, like, now he died and everybody did all they, they little rest in peace shit. But, like I said, it wasn't as much. And honestly, that was expected because it's like the fake love is the fake love, right? You go, it's going to be fake love. But even the fakest of faker lovers couldn't fake this one. They was like, it's Magoo. Not that we don't care. His family, uh, you know, prayers and all that, thoughts and condolences, all that to the people that know him personally. But the rap community as a whole, this one of them snickered, like they snickered, like they snickering at the amount of, of lack of fake love shown for this guy. But um, that's not what I want to talk about. Just, it, it's kind of related. But what I want to talk about is when non-celebrities die, but then a celebrity that heard about it is not all over they you know all loud about this usually it's some police shit or something like that but it's like and that's one of them things that's like it's okay that's like that's that's pretty cool that you got Justin Bieber to speak up on behalf of your death but damn that necrophiliatic recognition <laughs> like it feel good to to get this dead body this dead recognition but damn man like what do I gotta do to while I'm alive for Justin Bieber to care about my life why do I have to get murdered in a horrific way for Justin Bieber to say something about me like I'm using Justin Bieber as an example because I just that was honestly the first name that came to mind but I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, it's no, it's like I say, it's cool, but there's no way for you to to know that this said celebrity, you know, is trying to raise awareness for you because they was not aware of you. It's, it's a real fucked up give and take. I just saw some a post earlier. I think the lady was. I don't even remember how the girl died, but said celebrity is now all on the calls. And I'm like, man, I'm pretty sure this person wrote you letters and DM'd you and all type of fan shit that you ignored. Not that celebrities should read every single DM they get, but it's just fucked up when they do. By the time they do find out about you or get to you or want to shout you back out, it's because of this. Like, it's a real fucked up give and take. But anyway, I, I hate to end the podcast on that type of downer. But hey, man, that's just hey. Sometimes we end on silly shit. Sometimes we end on <laughs> really high thoughts that lead to like sad, realistic <laughs> like situations. But anyway, all that. Good days, bad days is all you know. It's all the same. It's all in stride. It's balance. So we need balance. And other than balance, we need, I think, these tips to help you get through the day, get through the week, get through into the next podcast, maybe into the next ten minutes. So um, I like to remind people to count their blessings. Please do that, no matter how much or how little. You better appreciate that shit and stop and smell those roses. Because as soon as those roses dry up, or soon some shit change and it don't go your way, you're gonna be wishing it was like it was yesterday. So better count your blessings up today. Enjoy it today. I'm gonna add, I might add that. I might add that. Um 
Number two, do unto others, my favorite thing to say. I really, really utilize this a lot. It really helped me in various situations to to do the right thing, with it, for lack of a better word. Like, I just want to do people how they would do me in the same situation. Simple as that. Simple. It go, it go for every little thing you can think of if you just thought of somebody else doing, you know, the you know, it's a give and a take, just like I ended on. It's a give and take. So, if you're giving or taking, just think about the next time you doing the opposite. How you want a motherfucker to treat you. Um, serenity prayer is a big one. I like using that. Really help you, you know, look at the big picture of situations. Relieve a lot of stress. So, use that. Um, don't take shit personal out here in the streets. You don't know these motherfuckers. You're just working with them. Or you just at their job or some shit like that. You don't know what type of text they just read. Phone call they just got. What's going on in their personal life. That's affecting how they treating everybody else. But. They dicks ain't getting hard. Pussy ain't getting wet. Asshole too loose. You don't know what the fuck. Don't take that shit personal. Let it ruin your day. Um. I like to add it, the thing that Steve Jobs always said that was like pertinent to life. Some shit like, I'm going to paraphrase, um, fuck what everybody else think about what you got to do. It, it's deeper, but that's the gist of it. Um, and lastly, fucking get high, man. Smoke something. We smoke little blunts. We smoke a bunch of them. And every single one hit. Every single one go fast. That's why we call them Meldricks. Um, the theme song for this podcast was Smoking By Ourself because when this podcast started way back in April 2020, that's what we was doing. It was a pandemic. We had been in the house for a little over a month. And we were smoking by ourselves. But now, it's damn near 2024 getting there fast and we are back to passing blunts and joints and meldricks and everything else i'm just gonna tell you what pimp c told me i ain't smoking with a haters since 94 a couple months ago i heard currency say he don't smoke with haters no more and i'm just telling you to make sure you pass it to a loved one that's all we're all saying the same shit flow four plus two three plus three five plus one it's all six yeah, so until next week, be safe, be careful. New QBP out, well, latest QBP out, new QBP on the way. Go Browns, we are out.